Hello and welcome to another episode of the Kid Stories Podcast. I'm Phil Bechtel. Let's get on to some shout-outs. Happy birthday to Declan Monette from Owasso, Michigan. I hope for your birthday you get your very own Mist Fairy sidekick and a real potion recipe book and a pet duck that breathes fire and a big bucket of goofballs. Declan, I think if you were a character in the stories, you'd be a crystal wizard who has strong magical powers and you can teleport into and out of any crystal ball. Thanks for listening, Declan. And Oliver and Wesley from Tacoma, Washington are big fans of the show. Oliver drew an awesome map of the valley. Great stuff, Oliver. I think if you two were characters from the stories, you'd be the dark magic hunters of Mount Rainier, and you would secretly hunt evil witches who lurk around the forests of the Pacific Northwest. Thanks for listening, Oliver and Wesley. Today's episode is titled, Max and the Monkeys, Part 5. The seven escape pods holding Max and his monkeys rocketed through space to get back to Midwan as fast as possible. Max wondered the entire way back what had become of Glaw and his main ship. Did the detonators work? Did Glaw discover who was responsible? Max was eager to learn everything that happened from Blackwell when they landed. As the seven little escape pods descended down to the ground near the laboratory, Professor Blackwell was there waiting for them. The doors of the pods whooshed open, and Max and the monkeys each tumbled out onto the ground. Blackwell hugged Max and immediately began telling him what had happened. News is all over the galaxy about Glaw's ship! The Brightstone explosion ripped the ship in half and, and, and it was completely destroyed! Yes! yelled Max. The monkeys heard the news. They ran over and hugged Max, and they all jumped up and down in celebration. Max noticed that Blackwell wasn't jumping up and down. He wasn't even smiling. Professor, what's wrong? asked Max. We did it. We defeated Glaw. Glaw survived somehow, Blackwell said. He's already started resuming work, mining out Flora Prime. He, he, he will still take the planet apart and sell it. It will just take more time now. So, we slowed him down, though, and that's something. That's not something. That's nothing at all, Max blurted out. What a waste. We destroyed his main ship and, and, and Flora Prime is still going to be destroyed? And then, and then another planet after that, probably? Max felt helpless. They had done a good thing. But in the grand scheme, they had really done nothing at all. I'm sorry, Max, but... There may be another way, said Professor Blackwell. What? What other way could there possibly be? Asked Max with a bit of an attitude. Blackwell motioned to the escape pods, all there on the ground outside the lab. Well, these pods, you, we can modify them into, into fighter craft to launch an attack on Glaw's fleet of ships, said Professor Blackwell. That's impossible, interrupted Max. Glaw's fleet is too big, Professor. The ships are so massive and there's too many of them. Even if we did have an army of ships, after the explosion, Glaw's probably on high alert with more security and defenses than ever before. Professor Blackwell anticipated this comment and perked up. Come with me, he said. Blackwell led Max into the laboratory. He opened two large crates and there in the crates were ten tubes of Brightstone glowing bright yellow. I brought them with me when I moved here to power the laboratory and for whatever might come up, Blackwell said. In fact, 
One of these tubes could power the lab for a hundred years. They are packed with so much energy. We could install them into the ships we built so that our blasts would cut right through even Glaw's biggest ships. You could do that? asked Max. You could make a blaster that could fire energy contained from a Brightstone tube? Blackwell nodded. I've been working on it for a while now. We can modify those escape pods and outfit them with Brightstone lasers. As long as we avoid getting blasted ourselves, we could do some serious damage to Glaw's fleet, perhaps crippling it for good. Max considered this, and it made sense. If Blackwell was able to use the energy in the Brightstone tubes as ammunition for their ship's lasers, then the effect would be spectacular. The laser blasts would cut through Glaw's ships like a knife through butter. Let's get to work, then, said Max. Over the next week, Blackwell and Max dismantled the escape pods, and retrofitted each one to make it a formidable fighting force. The monkeys tried to help, but really they just kept asking Max and Blackwell to make their ships do cool things. <laughs> no, Leo, I can't put a cake dispenser inside your ship, answered Max. <laughs> no cake! We're making you a balanced ship with equal capabilities in speed, defense, and firepower. <laughs> No, Ruby, I cannot make your ship entirely out of bananas. Bananas are food, not building materials. <laughs> no banana ships. Your ship is going to be a high-speed machine, so you can strike fast and reposition. <laughs> no, Squeak, I'm not going to install a robot arm into the ship that will feed you bubblegum every five minutes. Wait, how much bubblegum do you eat? Dude. That's too much bubblegum. You're supposed to spit out the gum once you're done eating it. You know that, right? Ooh, 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 ooh. No bubblegum. Your ship is going to be a quick one, too. We'll draw power from the Brightstone into your engines so you can act as a speedy disruptor on the battlefield. Ooh, ooh, ha, ha. I already added more blasters, Gizmo. There's like ten lasers on this thing. I can only... Ooh, ooh, ha, ha. I can't keep adding lasers. No more Lasers, your ship already has the most firepower, okay? Now go away and let me work. Ooh, 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 ooh. No, Rocky, I can't... Wait, that's actually a good idea. If I divert most of the Brightstone energy into your forward shields, then yeah, you could have a ship where you just get to smash into things. Good idea. Ooh, 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 ooh. No, Luna, I can't make your ship disappear. Ooh, 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 ooh. Oh. Okay, well, that's a good idea, actually. If I use the Brightstone energy in your ship to jam sensor readings, then you would not appear on the readings of any other ship, so I guess you would be invisible, kind of. Ooh, 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 ooh. So, many days later, Max and Professor Blackwell had modified each ship into specialized space fighters. As they prepared for their departure, Max offered some words of advice to his monkeys. We're looking to do some real damage to Glaw here, everybody, but our main focus is safety, he began. We want to live to fight another day, so if it gets too hairy out there, we've got to fall back, understand? The monkeys all nodded, and Max realized how much they've grown during all this. Sure, they were still silly monkeys who liked to wear silly hats all the time and prank each other, but Max could count on them now more than ever before. And hopefully they could all work together to bring down the Glaw Mining Corporation once and for all. The End <laughs>
Thanks for listening, friends. The website is kidstoriespodcast.com. The email is kidstoriespodcast at gmail.com. Adios.